Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Just before we go to call and talk down in Bakersfield, the best fans in the game need the best content. Go live and behind the scenes with Oilers Plus. Access live practice coverage, pre- and post-game shows, behind-the-scenes original series, and much, much more. Subscribe now at OilersPlus.com. You can use the promo code. It has to be all capped. The promo code OilersNow for a three day trial. And we'll tell you Royal Pizza. Pizza Pasta so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 plus years for a menu and a list of 15 Edmonton and area locations. Now four in Calgary as well. Go online to royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation the Mediterranean Chicken. Brendan Escott who we'll hear from about 148. He is a fan of the Texan as we head to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. And welcome back to the show. The head coach the Bakersfield Condors, Colin Chalk. Colin, how you doing? Doing excellent. And yourself? Good. You guys about ready to get going here? We're we're ready. We're ready to get going. So we're uh, you know tomorrow can't come any quicker. Uh, it's been uh, a massive exodus of players, or not exodus, but arrival of players. You're down a few bodies for the two exhibition games last week, and uh, I, I know I believe Noah Philp. I don't has Noah made it. Uh, there was some immigration issues. Has he uh, been able to? Uh, I think he was driving to Bakersfield. Is he there now? Today was his first practice, so he, uh, the good U of A boy here, finally made her. Yeah, you got hit, but you also got Clem Costin, uh, James Hamlin as well. Hamlin was a 20-goal scorer for you last year. Uh, so you're going to end up having a little bit more depth than maybe you thought you might have had about a week ago. Is that a fair assessment? That's a very fair assessment. Yeah, we're uh, we're thankful and, and excited, and you know, kind of when you see the whites of the eyes, we uh, coach them and help them, and uh, make sure it's a professional and fun environment for them. Yeah, I know Devin Shore was sent down yesterday. I think there's a chance he might actually be back at Edmonton shortly. Uh, where, uh, first of all, uh, is Fanti in the coast, or is he still with you in the AHL? I want to start. I guess we'll start in goal. Uh, where are we at with the goaltenders? Yeah, we're still we're still carrying uh, carrying three right now with uh, with Pickard, Rodrique, and Fanti. Okay, and so there's an opportunity maybe to get Fanny some more work potentially in the ECHL. What's it like knowing that you have the stabilizing force of Kelvin Pickard, who was exceptional in the preseason for the Edmonton Oilers? Yeah, he, he's he's uh, he, like like you said, he's been exceptional in the net. But I, I think um, I think the part that's been really gravitating for the coaching staff and the players is is how exceptional the person he is. So he's he's been uh, he's so excited, you know, as far as even driving to, to Bakersfield. He got here in a day and a half. Like he was so he just kept on he just kept on trucking. So it was it was awesome to see that it wasn't like he took his time to get here. So played great in Edmonton. He knows what he is. He can he's ready if he. Needs need to be called on but also um you know be solid for us here and role model and leader and uh you know and help the kids out as well all right you do have a little bit of experience on the right-handed side of the defense with camp and kesterling i thought both those guys showed well uh camp simple effective game kesterling a little bit more 
I, I guess, offensive gumption in his game at times. But it's I, I know you don't have DeHarnay to start, but it, it must be nice to have a, a couple right-shot experienced defensemen on the back end. Absolutely, you know, big big years for the for these guys, and uh, to to show their maturity and 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 uh, have higher expectations for them for themselves individually. Uh, you know, they're 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 stronger, um, they're more seasoned, and 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 they're different. Kind of like like you had said, you know, Kemper is that is that glue guy. Well, you know, they'll dive in front of any shot, and you know, and um, you know, and Kess has a, a little bit more uh, more offensive uh, tools. Uh, to, to draw from. So excited to see those guys and, and work in their skill set. All right. On the left side, Nima Linen's down there right now. Again, tur- currently, uh, Broberg's up in Edmonton. Uh, so you may have to rely on a couple guys uh, that came in on AHL deals. But just first of all, how's Marcus looked uh, down? Uh, because I thought he had a pretty impressive training camp. Uh, you know, Nemo was part of our. Uh, um, he was part of our opening day meeting, which a lot of guys were still in Edmonton, and just talked about his his process, how his conditioning and that kind of stuff when he came in initially, and then it was it was better it was better last year, and got to play some games, and then even better his off ice and conditioning, and, and you know, and then tops in the group, and then his physical play and his stick detail, and you know, somewhat of a of a dying breeze that he's that throwback player. So you know, um, I you know I think I think it's fair to say that he's going to see some games in Edmonton this year. All right, so you got Caldas and you got Kielb who uh, played with you and the guy that kind of we liked a bit was Alex Peters, the left shot defenseman, a little bit older, former Dallas Stars uh, draft pick and a bigger body. Are all three of those guys expected to be in the lineup tomorrow night or uh, when you're uh, when you open up against Abbotsford? One one, one is going to be out so we'll, we'll dress... Uh, We'll address three of them. Uh, one will be out, but you know it's, it's a tough call because when when you get you know I would say Nemo and Caldas, uh, you know they they waited their their turn and and uh, and and been real good team players. Uh, you know as far as uh, Darian and Alex, uh, they offer different things. Uh, they, they both they both bring uh, some offense uh, to the table. Uh, but we're going to make that game time decision tomorrow. But uh, they, you know, they both have a great story behind them where they've had to grind it out a little bit and, uh, and and really, really wait their turn by earning their way to get to the American Hockey League. I'd be remiss without, and, and I know it's still, I'm going to assume your forward lines are still in state of flux. Is that right? A little bit? A little bit, just because there's uh, kind of like you said at the beginning, there's been people coming every day, and uh, you know, so we're we're trying to uh, get some sort of uh, uh, chemistry right between guys, uh, and and get and do what you can to stay ahead of it. But at the same time, right, it's it's changing, and, and we get that. We got to do everything we can to uh, to create a winning developmental environment here in Bakersfield. But you know, the ultimate goal is 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 to get them into uh, in Edmonton and, and them to be ready for uh, for J. Staff. All right, I got to ask you about two guys. Uh, we've not, we did not see Raphael Lavoie at all in development camp. Uh, he was not at the rookie tournament in Penticton. And then the other guy is Carter Savoy, who got hurt in the second game, first or second shift in the game against the Calgary Flames rookies. He was out with a lower body issue. Are either of those two guys back skating with you right now in Bakersfield? Carter's first day was today. 
Um, uh, it was a little bit of an, uh, an equipment issue. They, they, you know, the truth be told, couldn't track his equipment down at, at the airport, so he'd missed a couple of days. But uh, he was able to skate today, which was excellent, and in a non-contact. And Rath has been, uh, you know, since since day one, uh, really here, he's been he's been skating um, for the most part non-contact. So we're happy to uh, happy to get those guys close and back back to the lineup. Not not exactly sure when they'll be back but they're they're close because they're skating uh, just non-contact. So you've got Hamlin and you've got uh, Seth is Griffith up uh, at 100% right now? Yeah, 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 they're both they're playing together actually. We can give you that. They're uh, Hammer and Griffith on on a line together and uh, excited to uh, excited to see those uh, those guys work and make some plays together. I mean, it's a really interesting thing because we have Justin Bailey, who's on an American Hockey League deal. So this guy's been a pretty productive player at the AHL level, but he's out right now. I, I saw him in the press box the other night when the Canucks were in town. Uh, he's a player. Like, you're going to – Tyler Benson's out. DeHarnay's out. Those guys are going to end up – you know, and, and I feel bad for Tyler saying this, but because he had a real good preseason, he got out of his comfort zone, and he – Tried to 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 add a physical impetus, and a, uh, some would say, you know, he's playing like a bit of a rat out there to try to stir the proverbial pot. He got banged up, and he's out four to six weeks. But you're actually going to have some more bodies as the season goes on, aren't you? Yeah, it, it looks that way, and um, you know, I, I, we hear you know Ken and Keith talk about that uh, that internal push and from within your own team, right? And, and I think we're seeing that um, at the American League American League level, and then then you then your depth, right? So, you know, uh, you, you, I think you guys saw that last year with with the depth throughout the roster at the NHL level, and then we're seeing it a little bit more this year at the at the AHL level to have that depth. It, it creates a little healthy competition and as you know when there's competition it breeds success so we're, we're excited to, to watch that how that how that all plays out Colin great stuff uh, we'll be hooking up most weeks on Monday uh, thank you for joining us in Oilers now excellent glad to be here thanks for having me you bet that is Colin Chalk he's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors it's 143 in Edmonton let's go to the game day lineup for McGuire Financial don't let your financial future be a mystery for a free financial consultation visit mcguirefinancial.ca so today at practice the orders ran with the following lines connor mcdavid who played 23 minutes and had three goals and assist against vancouver the other night was zach hyman and yeso poliarvi leon drysettle was centering evander kane and kyder yamamoto Ryan Nugent Hopkins was with Dylan Holloway and Warren Fogle. Of course, Yamamoto and Fogle missed the season opener against Vancouver. Ryan McLeod was with Derek Ryan and Brad Malone. On defense, Darnell Nurse, Cody Ceci, Ryan Murray, Evan Bouchard, Brett Kulak, and Tyson Berry. And... Uh, Jack Campbell is the expected starter. Obviously, he'll face Jacob Markstrom. Jeez, I didn't even mention. I was talking about the right shot defense. Jason Demare is on a 25-game PTO uh, in the AHL. So, in theory, you would have Kesseling, Camp, and Demers. Uh, you can walk on a on a on that type of PTO in the American Hockey League. You can walk. It can end at any time at the club's. Uh, uh, disposal. So that is something to keep in mind. Brendan Escott's coming up here in a couple moments' time. Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott with you. We got this day in Oilers history, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the Oilers, but also about the Edmonton Elks who are in action as well. It is 145 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's 147 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you along with Derek Scott and Brendan Escott, who's going to uh, hop on in the studio here in 17 seconds' time after I read this liner. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. This January, join Oilers now on a three-day road trip to Las Vegas. You'll see the Oilers play the Golden Knights. Call New West Travel. Visit them, newwesttravel.com. It will be a kicker. We bring aboard back at the 630 Chad Studios, Brendan Escott. Hello, Brendan. How you doing? Well, things are good. It's been busy back at my desk there, getting set for tomorrow afternoon. And, of course, the doubleheader game, the Bears and Dinos at noon, and then Elks and Argos at 5. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the Oilers game's on Chad tomorrow night. Um, that one starts at 8. Are we going right from one game to the other on Chad, or...? We've got football on Kiss and Country 103.9 for you tomorrow okay. afternoon. And actually, right from the my, my countdown show at 3.30 is when it starts. And then we'll probably end up with a shorter uh, points after show breaking it all down. But that is the thing. And then, I, hey, guess what? I'm jumping in my car and I'm coming to see you guys. And then I'll uh, be there probably by the second period. All right. So you can do some uh, uh, post-game stuff for us as well. So, Brendan, tell me this. Um you know, we'll transition to the Elks in a second here. Battle of Alberta, we replayed that uh, audio file that you put together after the Oilers won the series against the Flames. Jay Woodcroft's talked about moving on. Ken Holland's talked about moving on. Uh, Brad Treleman on the show today. He, he Forget about moving on from the, the series. He's moved on from the, the summer. But he had an impressive summer. It's got to be stated. Like, you know, the Flames got kicked in the teeth when Goodrow basically said, hey, I'm not coming back. And then Kachuk said, I'm not signing long term. It's pretty impressive what they ultimately ended up doing. <laughs> For sure it is. They talk about, you know, when life gives you lemons. And boy, he had some pretty sour, rotten lemons thrown his way by a couple of American hockey players. And he was able to make the most of it. And while, you know, it's not going to be the same uh, rivalry that we saw over the last couple of years, I do think that this next chapter with some new star characters has the potential to be just as exciting and I don't think it's going to take very long just given what we've seen the um, you know the nature of play of Kane and Nurse and the early going of this season it it leads me to believe that we might be be in for some early theatrics tomorrow well instead of Kachuk and Cassian we're going to end up with Kadri and Kane uh, so that that could be fun yeah Tell me about, all right, so the Golden Bears uh, beat Calgary earlier this season. They were actually up in that game, I think off of the top of my head, like 32-8 to eight at the half, uh, and Calgary got a couple uh, touchdowns in garbage time. But the Bears won. Alberta has lost Eli. I don't think Eli Hetlinger, their impressive freshman quarterback, is expected to play. They do get their number one running back, Matthew Peterson. He's been out for a while uh, back in there. That's on the Bears' front. Tell me about the Edmonton Elks. Well, they are 4-12 and 12 and, of course, eliminated from playoff contention. Toronto, if uh, Montreal loses tonight, could secure top spot in the East Division with a win uh, tomorrow. Now, the Argonauts are actually winless at Commonwealth Stadium since 2013. They've lost six straight games in, uh, in Edmonton territory. That being said, the Elks are currently riding the longest home losing streak in pro football at 
15 consecutive games. So wow. something has to give tomorrow afternoon. Toronto's got the league's leading passer, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, with uh, just over 4,200 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, but also right up there among the interceptions leaders. So he's kind of a one of those just air raid, gun it, and hope something good happens types. Nice to see Kevin Brown um, after he was hobbled in that loss against uh, Montreal, or pardon me, Winnipeg. Uh, he was really on the hobble, but the exciting running back is going to suit up at RB1 for the Elks. And uh, Dylan Mitchell, who's really become a storyline, Bob, here, the wideout out of Oregon, he's got six consecutive games of uh, catching a pass over 45 yards. So he's he's a big play guy, and uh, he's got a real interesting story that we're going to talk about on the uh, the countdown show again at 3.30 on Kissing Country tomorrow. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit surprised about, the, and maybe I shouldn't have been, because some would say that's been modus operandi for Chris Jones, but he has moved a fair amount of players in and out of his lineup, hasn't he? Yeah, and this week again, like there was a lot of the season where that was just trying to find the right mix, and now it looks like they had, certainly with the offensive line, and, and again I say with the running back, and then Mitchell solidifying the wide out position, things had kind of settled down, and then boom, they get rocked by a bunch of injuries last week in particular, so now here we go again with uh, five guys out of the lineup from last week, and five faces returning. One of them is 35-year-old receiver Manny Arsenault. He was dinged up. Uh, I think it was a lower body injury for him back on August 19th. So he's been out uh, over six weeks now. And even at his age and on this team and with this record right now, still says, hey, I want to suit up. I want to be the role model and and I might even want to come back next year, Arsenault says. So he'll be out there uh, opposite uh, or yeah, he'll be opposite uh, uh, Dylan Mitchell and, and helping out Taylor Cornelius, who again with this two-year contract extension, Bob has he looked good in the midseason and maybe has regressed back to the norm in uh, in these recent weeks. Well, uh, he's out of Oklahoma State. Uh, that is the same program that had Chuba Hubbard at it, and uh, they're having a great year, a lot better year than Oklahoma, who got beat forty-nine nothing by Texas last week. Brendan, I'll be honest, I'm uh, going to try to watch. We've got the Oilers morning skate tomorrow, uh, then I'm going to race home. Uh, I'm going to watch uh, the Golden Bears online. I'm not going to go to Commonwealth Stadium because I'm going to watch Alabama and Tennessee at 1.30 and then be heading over, and I'll be listening to you guys uh, on the drive-in for the Oilers game tomorrow night. So looking forward to it. Uh, very quickly, have you got any idea what uh, Reed Wilkins says tonight on Inside Sports? Oh, let me take a quick peek at my phone. Uh, yeah, I do, in fact. Uh, it looks like the first of many appearances for former Oiler Luke Gazdick joining Reed as a weekly guest, replacing Craig McTavish and uh, Edmonton Elks inside the game analyst. I'll be chatting with him tomorrow, Blake Dermott. There you go. Blake, who had a cup of coffee on the Golden Bear hockey team playing for Claire Drake after he was on the defensive line of the Golden Bear football program that won the 1980 Vanier Cup and went to the Vanier again in 1981. They have not been back since. All right, uh, that's Reed Wilkins inside sports again tomorrow. We'll have the Oilers and the Flames live from Rogers Place, 6.30 face-off show, 8 p.m. puck drop on 6.30 Chet on the Oilers radio network. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Christina Drapeau, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 Chad Afternoons with guest host Ted Henley. Have a wonderful weekend. Battle of Alberta tomorrow night. Let's get after it. So long, everybody, from Rogers Place and Orders Now.